Hey, everybody. Welcome out to another fun-filled episode of Burnt Popcorn. I'm your co-host, Mike Laidman, and I'm joined with none other than... Laura Laidman. Each and every week, we take a movie from our past, and we have a look back and see if it's just nostalgia, keeping our high-priced classic films afloat, or if it really is the real deal and worthy of all the adulation. How are you doing, hon? I'm pretty good. And you? Good. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Just in time to talk about another spooky movie. Even though we, spooky season's over. We Well, originally, this was supposed to air, what, November 2nd? Yeah. Air. 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 Go up. Go live. I don't go know. Go live. It would have. It would have gone live. Posted. On, posted on November second, which is 2nd. not that far after Halloween, but now it's going to be like November the ninth. Yeah, which is, uh, where our spooky season is going into super overtime here. Which is fine by me because I love spooky season. Mm-hmm. But we also did also uh, go out and buy some Christmas decor. <laughs> hey, so. yeah, let's, let's get Christmas decor as we extend our spooky season yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just like. It's like a an ombre of holiday into holiday. Yeah. It just blends. It all blends together. Yeah. And then next week we'll have Easter on. No, you're missing some holidays. You got New Year's. You got Valentine's Day. You got... I just bl- oh, we'll just blend them in later at like different intervals. So I have it's... found now being an adult, especially with a child, that life really is from September through April just a blend of holidays mm-hmm. one into the next prepping holidays what about arbor day we don't have that here we could we could bring it back what about leaf erickson day no one cares about leaf erickson day what about except leaf erickson and the vikings so yeah no we we're still talking about spooky movies my whole life is spooky movies hun do you know how many spooky movies i watched for spooky month 40 I did. Yeah, I, I saw the count on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, I, I have watched 40 spooky movies, this being one of them. So the challenge the challenge was to do 31. And you 31, did, and, and I you did 40. I did 40, and I also well, managed to watch at least 31 movies I'd never seen before. Really? Which okay. Is pretty impressive, I'd say. That's a lot of, of spooky movies. Yeah, the only repeats that I had were Psycho, but even then, that was a long time ago. The original Halloween, this... <laughs> Anaconda's Hunt for the Blood Orchid because I wanted to watch it. Mm-hmm. It was one of those movies where, like, if I was homesick, it would be on like the movie network or what was it, TNT, TNT or Spike yeah. or whatever it would be back in the day. Yeah, Spike, yeah. The Action Channel. Anyway, it would be on in the afternoon. So I'd watch it when I was sick. I remember having a terrible migraine and watching it and being like, this is so stupid. I'm loving it and <laughs> delirious with is pain. It, is it the Hasselhoff one? No, there is one that has Hasselhoff in it. I have sure. I have seen the a while ago I watched the Anaconda versus Lake Placid movie. How did they make uh, an Anaconda? There are a lot of Lake Placid movies. I don't know if you know that. I've only seen. I don't even think I've seen the first one. Completely. The first one's good. It's got Betty White. Yeah, she feeds the uh, she feeds the, the alligator. Spoilers. That's right at the end. Is that right at the end? Oh well, the it, it's revealed that she was feeding them. Yeah, she but was, she feeds the babies at the end. Oh, I see. Well, I was gonna. That's s- how they're sequels. See, I was going to say the. The, just I didn't know that. I guess I haven't seen the, the whole movie. That Bill Pullman's in that, isn't? He? You know, I'm not sure, but it's got it's got people in it. Anyway, but it's a fun movie. We should watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it with you. Okay. Well, apparently I missed out on Anaconda versus Lake Placid, but it was not good. I bet it wasn't. You know what? Also, could or could not be good. This movie. This movie, which. Despite my best efforts, I am going to end up calling it by the wrong name we at are. least three times. We are. So this week, we will be looking at 
is it the house or just house? Um, I think it's just house. House on Haunted Hill. But the original is called The House on no, Haunted Hill. No, the original Hill. is House on Haunted Hill, too. The, okay. It's just House on Haunted it's Hill. It's just House on Haunted Hill. So, yes, we will be looking at House on Haunted Hill. From 1999. Which, yes, which originally hit theaters back in 1999. Six strangers have been invited to a party. If they can stay up till dawn, they'll win $1 million each. The only catch is that they'll have to live through the night. Let the games begin. It's in there. Hey, I think I got something. Steven, are you doing this? No. So October 1st, 1999, the Edmonton Oilers retire Wayne Gretzky's number 99. They only did that in 1999. He hadn't played for them in years. He was retiring in 99. So I guess because he retired. Yeah, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah. On October 9th, the last flight of the U.S. aircraft Lockheed SR-71 Blackbird. Oh, I figured you'd like that because of the X-Men. The X-Men, that's right. You want to hear something that makes me want to barf? About Is it something that you're going to feel super old about? Okay, what? October 12th, the day of six billion. The proclaimed six billionth living human in the world is born. We're up to eight billion now. Oh wow! Do you, it took us two hundred thousand years to get to six billion, and then it took another 20, 20 years, twenty odd years to get to eight billion. It's too many people on this planet. It's medical technology. Like, think about it. Antibiotics. Like, for antibiotics, you could die from a paper cut. Yeah. Let's just stop using them. Let's all no! promise. Let's all promise. As someone who has had using... to be on antibiotics many times, mm-hmm. many, many times, I've had pneumonia many times. Please don't. Okay. I need those. <laughs> Please stop forcing them into livestock so much and creating anti like or by antibiotic resistant strains of things because I am one of the people that will really suffer from that. So please don't. Okay, fine. So anyway. On October 19th, Cher releases her comeback Believe single, and it's the Billboard Song of the Year and Grammy Award Best Dance Recording of the Year. And like the best song for drag queens forevermore. It is a good one. <laughs> like, but it was her like comeback. Can you believe her comeback was 21 years ago? Did it really make her come back? Because the only thing I remember Cher for from her comeback was this song. 
No, she had a few good songs on that album. I, okay. And like, she's like still pop culture, like super famous. Oh, of course. But like, I don't remember a single song of hers besides this one that wasn't pre like before Believe. No, there was another one from this album too that I was really catchy. It wasn't as catchy as Believe, but it was still pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. You should. That's my job. <laughs> okay. To to listen to share songs and yep. Okay. I did not actually listen to it because I'm fighting really hard not to get stuck in my head. I see. You want to hear about the box office of '99? I would love this- to. Looking- I'd love to, so that I know how this movie got on this count. Hun, this movie was quite the success. <laughs> uh huh. So, looking back at the history of 1999 and films, I would have been 14 in 1999, and it really paints a picture of like where, like the collective vibe of the world of entertainment in 1999 of this box office really paints a picture of why so many people of my age, our age group, really enjoy the spooky things. Because 1999 was like spooky. Mm. The Sixth Sense dominated August. Like dominated. Yep. And before that was The Haunting, which was a remake of of The Haunting Haunting of Hill Hill House. House. Double Jeopardy was number one leading into October. Double Jeopardy, I remember. I, I know. I then I it was that. Fight Club at eleven million. Then The Best Man at nine million. Then House on Haunted Hill at fifteen point nine million, which makes sense because it was it was Halloween weekend. Oh, makes sense. It was beaten the next week by The Bone Collector at sixteen point seven million. Bone Collector is great. I rewatched that recently too. It was really good. That's Angelina Jolie right? and Denzel. Yeah, yeah. And then a movie that qualifies. The Pokemon movie. Oh yeah, at well, thirty-one million. I remember seeing that because my sister loved Pokemon, the, the show. Yeah, well, you can be the one that brings that one onto the onto the. I just remember them all crying at the end, and the the tears saving the life of Ash because he had been turned to stone. Oh yeah, yeah. See, you remember more than I do. I've never seen it, but I've I've seen memes about that scene. Uh, so. well, the top movies for the year were The Phantom Menace at four hundred thirty-one million. The Sixth Sense at two hundred ninety three point five million, and Toy Story two at two hundred forty five million. House on Haunted Hill was fiftieth at forty point three million. By comparison, The Haunting was twenty third at ninety one point four million. Why didn't you pick that movie then? Because <laughs> I wanted to watch this one. Okay. Because a few weeks ago. I actually watched the original for the first time. So Shudder was doing a thing, Shudder the Channel. We have Shudder the Channel because I love spooky movies and they've got a lot of spooky stuff. And Shudder did a thing right near the end of September where Elvira hosted for her 40th anniversary, did like a, a horror hosting night. And she had four movies, two of which I watched night of, and then I fell asleep. Because you're old. Yep. But then they, they had them up to watch later. They did Elvira's movie first, which was great. I was like, this movie's amazing. I definitely would watch it again and again. I was surprised you've never seen it before. You know what? I just, I never really clicked with Elvira as I was younger, but now I got to listen to Rod Art Biography recently. It was really good. Anyway, so then it was Haunting of Hill House. (laughs) Nope. House on Haunted Hill. (laughs) See, I told you that's one. We should have a counter go off every time one of us does Just a little ding. Ding. There's some editing for you. Uh, I'm just making more work for myself. Uh, the original 1959 with Vincent Price, 
And I loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. It's dated for sure. And there's some funny stuff in it. Like there's like an OG jump scare where this like ghost pops out, but it might not be a ghost. And it's just the funniest thing. And there's a gif of it, but the gif is a little sped up, but it's still ridiculous. And there's like a vat of acid in the floor in the basement that plays a huge part. Yeah. And fake skeletons. The fake skeleton thing I've seen before. Yeah. It's all great. It's all great. Uh, And then it was City of the Dead and then Messiah of Evil. And so I have eventually seen all four movies that were in it. But I was like, look, I've actually wanted to rewatch this movie for a long time. I recently watched for the first time the OG. And I was like, now's the perfect time to watch it. You need a spooky movie for spooky season. Yeah. I have, like I said, I've seen this one before. I have memories of this one. But... um, should I talk about my memories? Yeah, let's go. I, just I thought you already were. <laughs> I, I remember renting it from the local Video 99. I don't know if Video 99 existed anywhere outside of Haldeman County. It didn't. There was other ones, I remember. Okay, because I know there was one in Hagersville, there was one in Cuga, and there was one in Caledonia. They might have all been owned by the same family. Possibly. Yeah. And uh, the one in Caledonia was like going to a treat because it was bigger. It was like the fancy one. It was the fancy one. Mm-hmm. Have like a flashback. Because we'd always go to the Hagersville one because I was closer to that one. Anyway. Hey, I get it. I used to, there used to be two blockbusters that we could go to. And I wanted to, we never got to go to the other blockbuster because it was further away, but it had the really nice video game section. Ooh. Yeah. But no, I remember watching this and I remember, I remember the opening. I remember the opening very clearly. It was right when like, spike on buffy was like huge in pop culture for like being a hottie hot hot so i remember like that was part of why i wanted to watch this movie when i was 14 because i was like oh i love spike and then he's in it for like he's in it for like 10 seconds yeah yeah he has like one line he's like a cameo yeah so i was like oh he's still hot though (laughs) it's cheekbones what are you gonna do Uh all right i remember really liking it it was um one of my early because i had watched right before this the faculty Mm-hmm. And Famke Jensen is in that too. And I loved the faculty. So I liked her in it. And then like the next year, Ali Larder was in Final Destination. So I was like, oh, it's the girl from House on Haunted Hill. And Famke Jensen was in X-Men. And Famke Jensen was X-Men. And a couple years later, we had Jeffrey Rush and Pirates, which should have been my next movie with Jeffrey Rush. So I'd seen it. I remember watching this movie originally and thinking the whole time, because I, I was 14, right? I didn't know... A ton of actors at 14. But I kept thinking Jeffrey Rush was James Woods. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know why. I can I can see it. I think it's more in like their tone of speaking. Yeah, maybe. They got there's a there's a slight And they're imposing slight resemblance. Imposing stature. Mm. But I remember liking it. I remember I wa- probably watched it with girlfriends on like a sleepover night in high school. And I remember enjoying it. Like, really? That's what it comes down to. I remember enjoying it. That's good. And we own it. And we own it. I bought it. I bought it years later. And it's one of those cheapo cardboard boxes that uh, with a snap cover and everything. Yep. I think I bought it as like a one of those video stores going out of business sales. Probably beat goes on. Maybe beat goes on. Yeah. Like re- used. I don't know. Either way, it was cheap. 
I bought it, and I don't think I watched it since I bought it, but here we are. Here it I is. watched it. We watched it. Yay! Hooray! What about you, dear? I had seen this movie before. I think I remember mentioning once a long time ago that my brother used to get VHS tapes from his friend who's like dad ran a video store or something like mm-hmm. that. So he would get like the free copies that were you the screener copies. Mm. And this was one of them. And so was The Haunting as well. And that's how I saw both of these movies was through that. And really outside of the fact that I remember one of them had Famke Jansen and Jeffrey Rush in them, and one had Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones in, mm-hmm. in it. I didn't remember which was which, and really, until I like, until I watched a trailer for it, which one was which. And you know what's crazy? Both movies have people who are big stars or people who went on to be pretty big stars, mm-hmm. like. The Haunting has Lily Taylor and Liam Neeson and Catherine Zeta-Jones, and it's got Owen Wilson. He gets his head taken off. I do remember that. It's, it's um, it like eats him too. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like a chimney decor thing. Yeah, and it, like, and it falls down and eats his head. Which I remember is like, that. What? Yeah, and I've read the original Haunting of Hill House. And the movie from 99 is just as accurate as the Netflix TV show of the same title, which is to say not at all, but at least the TV show was very good. Well, that's good compared to the movie. The movie was not very good. I I don't remember the movie. The movie I remember, I, I watched that one recently and it was, it committed the cardinal sin of horror movies. It was dull. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, so happy. yeah, so I remembered I I remembered it existing. <laughs> Other than that, there wasn't a ton that I remembered. Yeah. So, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's let's get into it. First up, I will tell you, uh-huh. as someone who's now seen both. Yes. The original opening starts with them in the house. Starts at the start of the party. Oh, okay. There's like no setup. As little the setup is Vincent Price being like, "I've invited you all here for a party. If you can last the whole night, I'll give you each $10,000." Ten thousand, not a million. And I'm pretty sure I, I googled it, and it works out to about forty thousand dollars today. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this one, he offers them a million dollars. A million dollars. Yeah. So the, the stakes are much higher in this one. Definitely, definitely. And the other one, the original, is just a, a house. It's a, a supposedly haunted house. Whereas this is a, an abandoned, a, abandoned, insane yeah, psychiatric. Where the doctor was committing, where good old reanimator was yeah. committing all sorts of crimes against humanity to his patients. So I do want to talk about the fake coaster thing yeah at I, the it's so, universal studios which i i remember this too at the time is it's the incredible hulk roller coaster yeah and you're like it's green it's the incredible hulk and i was like huh i never went on that yeah no I, i've been I've, i remember that i saw this movie after i had just been to oh. universal studios so that i remember that being a thing that like immediately stuck out to me it was like it's the hulk roller coaster so it opens up with jeffrey rush in his amusement park and he's got a camera crew, which is Lisa Loeb, I think. I'm pretty sure it's Lisa Loeb as the camera woman. Is I think it was, yeah. And James Marsters, Spike from Buffy, yeah, as the cameraman. And he's like, "Oh, we're opening a new roller coaster. It's the pinnacle of thrills." And he takes them up this roller coaster, and first the elevator to the top of the roller coaster because it starts at the very top pretends to fall and then okay that's all fine i'm like that's kind of clever and then because i remember this fully and then i'm like so it does this trick 
it miseries it a little. So we see the coaster track break as all jagged. Yes. And we see this. It looks like a break, mm-hmm. like a real break. And then it's shown to be fake and it goes back together and it doesn't look like a real break anymore, even when it's moving together. And I'm like, yeah. they miseried it. They showed us a real break and then they changed it to be not a real break. Mm-hmm. They miseried it. Okay. Well, you know misery, right? Yes, I know misery. So I was a little perturbed by that because I was just lazy. Mm-hmm. So they send this other coaster flying off into oblivion. With fake dummies on it. With fake dummies on it. Yeah. Where does it go and how do they reload it onto the track for every ride that's going through? Well, obviously they have more than one fake roller coaster that launches into oblivion. (laughs) And like, how does nobody at the park see this? It's Yeah, you would only be able to ride that roller coaster You'd only be able to be able to run that roller coaster once before the secret got out. Yeah. And where does the other coaster go? Into a magic hole? I don't know. It, it has to land somewhere soft. Otherwise, it would be broken and it would be very obvious. Right? Like, none of it makes any sense. Yeah. And just when I was watching this at 14, I was like, oh, that'd be amazing. Because I used to love roller coasters before I became old and brittle. Oh, this would be amazing. This would be great. This would be great. I'd love to go on a coaster like this. And now watching it, I'm like, this makes, None no of this damn makes sense. any damn sense. Yeah. So I'm like, I have become old and jaded. But then, then somehow, mm-hmm. so Famka shows up and she's like, I'm throwing a party. It's my birthday. Yes. Here's my invite list. And he's like, screw you. I'm going to invite who I want. And then a ghost in the computer just decides to invite. What is this? Casper moving through the phone lines yeah! again? Like. How did they know? How did the ghost change the guest list at an alternate location? It's not like he was on his laptop at the psychiatric hospital or anything like that. Yeah, it, um, again, it's very lazy. Okay. So lazy. This is my favorite part. I wrote this down too. So the letters go out to all of the people who are invited. Mm -hmm. And- they read the letter like the, the it, it's the cast as they're being introduced is reading their their invitations and they read like they were an email from a Nigerian prince. I would not have gone to this no. party in any shape or form. I would had be I afraid they're going to try to sell me like leggings or no, they're like, showing you a timeshare if or Herbalife or some MLM crap, right? Like I was like, I'm not going to this fucking party. I don't go to parties for people I do know. Yeah. These are all strangers. I got to go to a party for strangers that's written like a like a like a freaking email chain. Yeah, like I mean, people do fall for those though. Yes, yes, they do. And then, so they all show up at this crazy, and the exterior of the house, it's the same exterior house that they use, not the whole thing, but like some of the exterior shots that they show. Same house from um, that other one you made me watch, isn't it? Um, 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 That other one I made you watch? Not Wolverine. Swordfish. It's I'm, what? I'm pretty uh, sure the 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 psychiatric the ex, hospital is the house in the ex wife. It's a famous house. They they oh, use it a lot. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, they use it where a the, lot for stuff. Where the wife is. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, I get you. I get you. I get you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the same house, but they use that house for all sorts of stuff. Okay. No, it's okay. That makes sense. I mean, it's a very like famous architecture. The one house. where they fly down the hill afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they uh, fall yeah. forever. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. They're on that giant hill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there you it's go. on the it's the Hill House. Ah. Uh, <laughs> anyway. 
or it's sorry it's the it's the 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 house on haunted hill not the haunting of it's not the hill house it's the haunted hill house Ding. Ding. <laughs> uh so it should be guess, an, eh, an, eh, if you get it wrong it's ding if it's right oh boy <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of annoying noises yes so we see our guests show up yes also i do like that jeffrey rush basically is playing vincent price Yes. Still, despite the fact that there's no connection between the characters, he's not playing the same character. Vincent Price's character was not a amusement park mogul. In the original, it's his fourth wife still. And the the big connection between the two movies is he thinks she's trying to kill him. Yeah. And she thinks he might want to kill her. And there's a party with money involved for strangers. And the little coffins are in it. Yes, the little coffins are in it with guns. Yeah, they they do do that in the original. Yeah, I, I saw. I actually yeah. actually watched the trailer for the original after we watched this. Oh, did you? Yeah, and I saw the little seven coffins. So yeah, it that's in the original too, because so the basic plot of this movie to really just like clip clip clip. Mm-hmm. The wife of the rich dude in both movies wants this, or they're throwing a party, and the wife of the rich dude is secretly sleeping with one of the guests and has been. And they plot to make it look like she has been killed by one of the ghosts, and then to frame the, the husband, husband for doing it. Mm-hmm. And she comes back, and then they're going to kill the husband so she can have all his money. Mm-hmm. But he is in on it. He's not in on it, but he is aware of this thing is happening. This plot is happening because he's very clever. And he's like, I was 10 steps ahead the whole time. And in the original one, he uses a fake skeleton to basically that acid pit in the basement of the house because there's an acid pit. Yeah. He uses a fake, it's probably a real skeleton, skeleton to push her into the acid. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're, they're, they're trying to drive the main character who in the original... I don't remember her name, but in this one, it's Allie Larder. Yes. They're trying to trick her into shooting Vincent Price slash Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. By driving her crazy. It obviously it doesn't work. It sort of works. She does shoot him in this movie. But she does shoot him in this movie, but, but in blank. the original, yeah. the conniving wife and the lover are thrown in the acid and Vincent Price is like, I knew it all along. <laughs> she was a trollop. <laughs> and in this one... Oh boy, we're gonna get into this one because uh, that roller coaster is not the only thing that goes off the rails. <laughs> it's like a premonition for what happens. Uh-huh. So our guests, our guests are Tay Diggs, Peter Gallagher, Ali Larder, Bridget Wilson, alumni of Billy Madison and Mortal Kombat from the show. Yeah. And the caretaker, who is in both, the caretaker, who is fully in both movies, like, yeah, 100% of the place is haunted. Yeah. And this one is Chris Kattan, which yes. is like, what's he up to? Uh, that's a good question. What is Chris Kattan up to? I always liked Chris Kattan. I did too. So I kind of, I feel like he'd probably be more of like a writer these days. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, no, he's not. Um, <laughs> wow. Should we not be There's talking about- There's a Benicula TV show? He plays Benicula. What is Benicula? Are you serious? What? 
You didn't read Benicula as a no. kid? How did you not grow up with all the same spooky stuff I did? Because I didn't care about spooky stuff. I cared about science fiction and action movies and video games. Benicula was a pet bunny that the dog and cat that lived with the bunny, the other pets in the house, were convinced was a vampire rabbit. And there's like four or five books at least that I read as a kid, I'm sure. Yeah, that sounds like something you'd read as a Yeah, kid. what the heck, hon? Anyways, so Chris Kattan, he's the caretaker. He's the caretaker, and he's like, yeah, this place is haunted. Yeah, a lot of the stuff Chris Kattan is up to these days has some pretty low... Although he was in a... What? Where can I watch this? This is not Chris Kattan's IMDb page. He's in a, like an adaptation of the Soviet sleep experiment, creepypasta. Where can I watch this? <laughs> Maybe we'll look that up after the show. That's so weird. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, he's not up to much. One thing I did notice right away when Famka shows up, because she's all dressed up, for because she's expecting her party with like- With the huge guest list that she's yeah. put together. And my God, I'm like, yeah, that makeup with the glitter eyeshadow, like not just like shimmer, but full glitter. Mm-hmm. Glitter eyeshadow, my like, peak ninety nine. Apparently, glitter has made quite the comeback. Has it? But like, Should she's got have? glitter. No, <laughs> no, that stuff gets everywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, glitter eyeshadow, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely tried to emulate that sort of look a lot at that time in existence. So not shocking. No, not at all. Um, did you notice right away too? A lot of the camera techniques that they used were very dated for 1999 oh god it was like a music video i'm pretty sure the person who directed it does a lot of music videos well that would explain it because it was definitely like watching a music video except it didn't have a song playing i liked it had a lot of music though it did have a lot of music yeah the camera angles and cuts and stuff and like movements were very very 1999 yeah it was like i said it was didn't age well there's a lot of quick quick cuts with like intersplice with like things you know Here's a shot of something over here shaking that has nothing to do with whatever's going on. And then like the not quite slow-mo. Yeah. There's like slow-mo, but it's not. It's like low frame rate slow-mo where it's like do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, it doesn't. No, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Um, But then obviously things very quickly start to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And the power goes out. It's a very old building. Well, first of all, they get trapped in the building. Yeah, trapped in the building and then the power goes out. And then Ali Lard is like, I can fix it. And she literally sticks her whole hand in a hole in the wall. And she's like, there it goes. And gets it. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> look, we've paid electricians in the past a fair chunk of change to fix wiring for us. It's not how it goes. It's not just because there's a lot of like, especially like our old house was over 100 years old. Yeah. We had to get some electrical work done because it was over 100 years old. We got things fixed all perfectly done by experts, expensive experts. And there was a lot of, well, now why the heck didn't that work? Mm-hmm. Okay, where does this wire go? Why is that connected to that? It doesn't even do anything. So her sticking her arm in a hole and being like, Jimmy, 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 fixed. I was like, that's not believable. Nope. Nope, it was not. Took me right out of the movie. You're Up right. until that point, I was in. Yeah, you're the, the ghost. Right there. You're in on the, the ghost. The whole thing, and, the okay. ghost of the computer. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ghosts that write emails, I can believe. Yeah. But fixing a ghost power that can write 
scammy sounding party invitations. Well, I'm chances are, chances are he had already written the invitations. He mm. wrote the scammy invitations. The ghosts just changed the recipients. Yeah. So one of the things that is the same between the two movies, mm-hmm. like I remember it's Nora. Ali Larder's character is Nora in the mm. original. They both get separated from the attractive young man that is also invited to the party character, who's Tay Diggs in this. They're down in the basement, and they get separated, and she gets lost in the basement. And this is when in the original House on Haunted Hill, I almost did it. My uh, brain froze. This is when you get the the ghost that pops up and like just roller skates by her. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Where in this one, it's, I have to admit, Allie Larder getting lost in the basement and like it being like a maze and everything like that. It was uh, a little tense, a little creepy. It was okay. It was creepy. Okay. It wasn't great, but like it definitely had a, a higher level of creepiness than the original on that, that scene mm-hmm. when she's lost. Because not so much how she got there and everything but like she's in basically a labyrinth it's dark she's alone that has an inherent creepiness to it mm-hmm. so I, I give him that in this one okay yeah no I, i'm i'm following along with you oh but then the worst part it totally ruined it was suddenly there's just a guy and i'm like okay that's creepy and then he starts vibrating weirdly yeah that weird. why do the ghosts in this movie vibrate it's it's a more music video crap there's there's a lot of weird like he just vibrates and i'm yeah. like it took me right i was like okay building tension building tension oh he's vibrating oh no that's not good yeah. i was like that's not scary same thing same thing so bridget wilson gets lost downstairs she's a can she she's a reporter? She's no, she's a she's a failed celebrity. And yeah. she thinks that filming the ghosts of the, at this party yes. is what's going to get her back on So top. she's filming all the time. Yeah. And With a weird ass camera. Do you remember that camera? Yeah, it was weird. Like that it, it was that I couldn't tell you what it was what the brand was, but it was like it was a giant screen and then the camera itself is like a mount on it that you like twist. I remember that camera. Yeah. But I I like I, I could not have ever remembered that camera without seeing it in this movie again. Like the second I saw it, I was like, oh right. They used to make cameras that look like that. And then like I, I remember those being hot. And I remember being like, Man, I wish I could use a camera like that. And then like But for what? Well, like to film stuff. Well, what? Back in high school, I used to make movies, huh? Yes, I've seen some. They're not good. Low res studios? No, no, no. It's low radiation studios. Low radiation. Because that's what it said on my computer. It said low radiation. There was a, a sticker on it that said low radiation. And I'm like, I hope so. That's where it came from. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Isn't everyone who did that stuff with you now married with children? Yes. What were all your wives thinking? I don't know. I don't mean maybe they're not they all No, you know what? I was I was already married to you and owned property with you before you saw those before videos. Before I saw that. Yeah. So so anyway. Lucky me. Right. So she's wandering around too and she's got this camera. And I have to admit that scene where she shows up 
and she holds up the camera and she could see the doctors because apparently the doctors in the hospital were abusing people and experimenting on them and the nurses and everything. She holds it up and she can see through the camera lens that the doctor and the nurses are like experimenting on a patient, but like without the camera, she can't see it. And she's like, huh, huh, huh. And I'm pretty sure they use that same sort of idea in Grave Encounters, which is also in an abandoned insane asylum, but much better done. Mm. That was pretty decent until they started vibrating. Yeah. Yeah. They started vibrating. And then they like flew her at the wall and somehow that dismembered her. Well, I assume that the ghosts, the doctors, the ghost of the evil doctor, the reanimator chopped her up because you find you see her chopped up body later. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, do you think she's all right? It's like, there's so much blood in here. She's not all right. There's no, she's, there's no way she's all right. She's not all right. Yeah. So the whole time Jeffrey Rush is thinking this is all a big setup because he he's like, you know, I know my wife's up to something. And but meanwhile, I'm up to something. Meanwhile, he's up to something and he's got like a cameraman in the basement doing stuff and he's been checking in with him. And then he goes back to check in with him and then he goes down and he's like, how's it going? And he turns the chair around and the guy's got like no face. He's like- literally got no face. And that doesn't like he's more like, oh, like he acts scared. But then he's not like from that point on, he's not like. Something's really wrong here. Yeah, something's wrong. He's more focused on how do I get back at my conniving trollop of a wife. I I feel like I feel like when you're the dude you hire to help you get one up on your trollop, when that dude's face gets dug out of his skull, you might want to rethink your priorities. Yeah, that uh, at that point, I'd be like, we need to get out of here. But no, no, they. uh, he continues to trick his wife. Who then acts like she's been murdered. They find her on a, a one of the, the examination tables. Yes. And getting electrocuted. And then the guy from um, the OC. He was the dad, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the dad from the OC. You know, he's a doctor and he, you know, he's like, oh, she's dead, blah, blah, blah. But then brings her back to life and then she like max out on him. It's like, so that's. That was the, the case in the original movie, too. Like She secretly was with one of the guests, even though they're supposed to be strangers. Yeah, how did the ghost know to invite her lover? Ghost magic. How, okay, so he wrote up a guest list. The ghosts wreck it. Yep. And yet somehow the ghost still managed to invite the ex-lover dude. Yeah. Or not the ex-lover dude, but the lover. And he still somehow fits in with... Because the whole point is the ghosts are inviting the last descendants of the people who worked at the hospital. Yeah. So it's a ghost. It's just a nice coincidence that he, the lover is also one of the hospital people's like descendants. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. Like it doesn't make a lick of sense. I was like, weird. So they, they think that Vincent, no, not Vincent Price. Well, his name is Price, though, too. Yeah, it is Price. That's right. It's like Price Industries, too. Yeah. So obviously, he's Stephen Price. Yeah, Stephen Price. They lock him in this chamber that was supposed to be meant to. It was supposed to. The the idea behind it was it was supposed to show scary, crazy images to people who were already scary, crazy. And the idea was is if you showed imagery that would make a sane person insane, it would make an insane person sane. That was the reasoning behind the room. None of that makes sense. No. That's dumb. That is dumb. They had a lot of wacky ideas of psychiatry back in the day, but this-, this And then the guy invented cornflakes. (laughs) (laughs) 
So they put him in there and there was goggles in there and like it's like spinning and it's just like the director of the hospital like bouncing a ball is the imagery and I'm like there's nothing that creepy about this but it was flashing lights and I was like Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah another another case of Laura can't watch the movie for the next few minutes yeah like okay I give movies pre 2015 a pass on if they have flashing lights because people were idiots and they didn't know better but now we have the internet and we know that your movie shouldn't have flashing lights so if you have flashing lights in your movie post 2015 What's wrong with you? Yeah, suck a dick, Incredibles 2. You don't need flashing lights for anything anymore. There's ways of imitating the effect you're going for without actually flashing lights. Mm -hmm. We watched something not that long ago that had not flashing lights, but it created the same effect that like flashing lights would be in a movie. And I don't remember what it was, but I was like, man, they did a good job with that. Was it Star Wars? Because I was worried about the flashing lights in Star Wars. No, it wasn't Star Wars. It was something newer. Okay. Well, I, I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe it was Halloween. The new Halloween? No, it wasn't Halloween. Uh, I would have remembered that, I think, because we watched that just the other day. Yeah, but my note about the thing with the was WTF Basketball Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it doesn't make any sense. None of this made any sense. No, it didn't make any sense. And then, yeah, so he brings back Fom- the doctor who's the dad from the OC, brings back Fomka Jensen. But before he does, he's like feeling her up. And Yeah, there's a lot. This movie is, there's a lot of rapey vibes in this movie. Like there's literally, there's literal rape in this movie. Yeah. Like the inmates at the beginning of the movie. There's yeah. like the flashback of how the, the haunted house, <laughs> the Became house on so- Haunted Hill became so haunted and it's because the inmates broke free and then the building caught fire and everyone inside died and there's like this whole flashback of all these people getting killed and and the the nurses are all like their clothes are all torn off and it's they're raped it's it was a great way to start the movie (laughs) yeah no it was about and so like obviously at this point everyone's dying yeah because does she this shows how how well this movie is I she, she kills him. She kills the doctor guy. Yeah, she kills the doctor. Yeah. Which is just like, oh, I guess. Thanks for bringing me back. You think she at least use him to get out of the house because obviously something's gone. She is. She has excused herself for quite a bit of this. So she doesn't quite know how bad things are getting. But like, you think she'd be like, maybe I should make sure I can get out of here safely. But like everybody starts dying. Yeah. And then she. Oh, my gosh. At this point, I realized, oh, crap, there is going to be no acid pit. And I was very disappointed <laughs> because then I realized, oh, yeah, they are going for like real ghosts, but like not just real ghosts. They're like, there is an evil entity. Yeah, there's buried no, in there's the- no explanation of what that is. It's literally just like, hey, you think what's going on is bad? Something even worse is in the basement, and, and it's then getting it's, out. And then it's an it's a fucking ink blot test, <laughs> like an ink blot test escapes out of the basement. Oh my god! But when it kills it, Chris Kattan, but no, it kills Fomka first. Yes, but then it it also kills Chris. Kattan. But like literally, how bad did the effect look when it killed Fomka? <sighs> yeah. It was awful. It like dragged your back. You see your face, and it was like, did they do this in MS Paint? <laughs> it's it's bad it was like it was like black smoke it was i literally put black smoke monster lol 
And then my next note is just a larger LOL. Because <laughs> it looks so bad. And at the end, it's just Jeffrey Rush, Tay Diggs, and Allie Larder racing to the top of the building yeah. to try to get away from it because it's chasing them through the building. And then at the end, Jeffrey Rush suddenly becomes a good guy and essentially sacrifices himself to the smoke monster yes, to, to save, save Allie Larder and Tay Diggs. And then the ghost of Chris Kattan comes back. Yeah. How does that work? Like yeah. he just suddenly becomes like, oh, I died a minute ago. Fomka Johnson dies and she becomes part of the Black Mass. Maybe because she was Jeffrey a bad Rush, person. But Jeffrey Rush dies and saving people and he becomes part of the, the Black Mass too. Chris but Kattan, he was a bad person overall. You, I don't know. I guess the, him trying to save people didn't redeem him. No. And then Chris Kattan's like, oh, here's my my normal looking spirit saving he's a good the day. Dude. Yeah. I don't know. I want to ask some questions about the ghost rules. No. <laughs> uh, no more ghost rule questions. I do have one big question. What's that? So after, they're at the top of this mountain, at the top of this house, it's Tay Diggs and Ellie Larder. Yes, they escape onto the, onto the roof and then... It's and don't even think it's not like a regular roof. This building it's is like very, a tower on top. They're essentially on a very postmodern like tower. It's like it's a clock tower with no clock. Yeah, and they're at the top of it with no ladder. And I'm just like, how are they gonna get down? Well, don't they say that too? They're like, how do we get down? They're like, we win all the money. How do we escape? Oh yeah, but they find all the the little cashier's checks too. yes because there there was the whole cashier's checks for everyone who made it through the night thing. yeah so and they get everybody's money because they survived and they no survived did. and nobody else did how are they explain this to the cops how they're not, yeah they're not gonna get to keep that money no of course not they're, what are they gonna do go to the bank and be like hi this cashier's check has this person's name on it but they died so I, I so was told, I I get was to told that i get to have it like none of the, none of this is gonna work she out was chopped up by ghosts and put in a on display in a display case. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I get her money. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. None of it makes sense. No. None no. of it makes a look of sense. No, not really. And then the movie's over. That's how it ends. It's just like <laughs> them just trapped on a roof. But the sun comes up, and you know how it goes in a horror movie. Once the sun comes up, the scares are over. Oh, it's safe. The sun comes up, and that ink blot can't do jack shit. Yep. Only at night. It it only feeds at night. Yeah. And Chris Kattan saved the day. Yay, Chris Kattan. So yeah. Yeah. That that's that's the end of this movie. Well what a film. What a film. Critics in nineteen ninety had their thoughts on on this film. So Laura, why don't you fill us in on some past reviews? So after having watched it. The Rotten Tomato score and the audience score are higher than I expected. Okay. 31% critical, 42% <laughs> audience. That's a, that's that the audience score is actually a lot higher than I thought, too. Yeah. So Mark Savlov of the Austin Chronicle said, Malone tosses watering lunatics, mad doctors, and a hell spawn into the mix right off the bat, which then makes it all the more difficult to maintain an air of unease throughout. Fair. Fair. Lawrence Von Gelder of the New York Times said, House on Haunted Hill is a sorry reincarnation of the 1950s William Castle horror film. 
Well, I having not seen it, but listening to your description, I would say that's fair too. Yeah. Yeah. There's no Roger Ebert review. Really? I could find. Oh, is this after he? No. He just didn't want to watch this. He movie. probably didn't want to watch it. <laughs> Good idea. I couldn't find one, but Kim Newman from Sight and Sound said the mix of laughs, shocks, and gruesomeness is much. The same as the two tales from the Crypt movies, but Malone coaxes a slightly fresher flavor, taking on board the influence of David Fincher and even Lars von Trier. Wow. I disagree. <laughs> I, can, I can imagine this movie won no awards. So, <laughs> so, oh God, this is actually kind of funny. Blockbuster Entertainment Awards. <laughs> Which we were discussing earlier. We were discussing earlier. Winner for favorite supporting actor, Tay Diggs. No, oh, there you go. Nominees for supporting actress, Fonka Jensen. <laughs> but it made number one at the box office. Well, so. it did. That that's the main criteria. And it was nominated for a Stinker's Bad Movie Award for worst remake, but lost to The Haunting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one to The Haunting? Well, yeah. Uh, it's hard to say with those kind of movie rewards. Yeah. Uh, so that's how that went. Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, hon, this was your pick. You go first. What are you going to give this movie? What are you going to give The House on Haunted Hill? I got to get at least one ding in there. Yeah. Ding. So it was my pick and it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm giving my own pick a burnt because mm-hmm. it was not good. Yeah. It was stupid. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense. I like the actors. The actors all did. A, they worked hard. You could tell the people who worked on this movie worked really hard. They were doing their best. It was fun in spots, but not enough to make it a movie I would recommend. Yeah, you could watch that. I would say, look, if you're looking for something stupid to watch as like a stupid 90, late 90s, early 2000s horror movie, because like some of us do enjoy those, me included, I'd say, yes, go for it. Literally anyone else, I would say, no, nah. Mm-hmm. nah, you have to be a very specific audience for this movie. You know who the audience for this movie was? Not you. Not me. I'm giving it a burnt. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty dull. I wrote four notes and one of them is is this over yet (laughs) (laughs) you wrote four notes four notes wow yeah the movie is very dull there wasn't really anything that like captured my attention enough for me to to bother writing out anything about it yeah (laughs) that's, that's fair that's there you go that is my my entire review of this movie it fails to capture enough attention. <laughs> and 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 as you said, for a horror movie, that's a pretty bad sin to, yeah. to be guilty of. If you're going to make a horror movie, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't. It was dull. Yeah. So I'm glad it's over. <laughs> yeah. So, so burnt's all around. You know what's really funny, actually? I was making a note. <laughs> I was looking at something when I was doing some stuff for the website the other day. And I was like, man, we've been on a pretty good string of double butters. Well, that's over. Yeah, <laughs> like before we even before we even recorded the episode, because I kind of had a feeling that that's how things were were gonna go. But there you go. That it's just don't watch it unless you really 
like horror movies and you're looking for something to scrape that barrel bottom with. There, there is a joy that comes with watching bad horror movies. There is a joy. Like one of the movies I watched in October was Manos, The Hands of Fate. But here's the thing. Going into the movie, w- expecting it to be bad, that's one thing. This is true. You were we were going into this hoping for a good time, like a good movie. Not, you know, we're not here to see the 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 room. You know, we're we're not expecting a. Movie. We're hoping that these movies they were they were successful. Like it would stand a reason. There's a reason they were successful. Yeah, it's not always the case. Not always the case. Yeah, yeah. yeah like I, the worst movie I watched in October was easily Manos: The Hands of Fate, but it's considered one of the worst movies ever made. So. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So there you go. Don't watch that either. <laughs> or do if you're looking for like. It would probably be more fun than this movie was. Yeah. Anyway, that will do it for this week's episode of Burnt Popcorn. Please join us next week where we'll be looking at my latest pick. And Hun, there was a lot of thought that went into this pick. I got to tell you. And most of that thought had to do with the fact that I wasn't allowed to pick the movies I wanted to pick. <laughs> Why not? Well, first of all, I, I just put you through the Star Wars. I just put you through the Star Wars. I came this close to picking another Star Wars movie. <laughs> Did you almost pick Phantom Menace? I almost picked Phantom Menace. <sighs> but then you picked another movie from 1999. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll give you a break from Star Wars. We'll give you a break from 1999. But since I took up all of your time in spooky season with my Star Wars movies, I was going to give you a spooky movie and I was going to pick my favorite horror movie of all time, The Thing. Except it doesn't meet any of our criteria and we cannot pick The Thing. Yeah, not even close. It was a box office bomb. It was a critical bomb. Now it has tons of respect. But when it came out, it was a huge flop. Yeah. I mean, that does happen sometimes, unfortunately. So then my next thought was, okay, I I really enjoy the Alien franchise. So let's move on to Alien 3, which also does not meet our criteria. Yeah, it was bad. But but hey, I was looking for something to meet the criteria, and it didn't. And then I thought, okay, well, let's keep going. Let's go Alien Resurrection. Nope, that that doesn't make the criteria either. Oh, okay. Well, in the same vein, let's go with Predator. Predator 2. We haven't done Predator. Nope, that doesn't meet the criteria I'm either. I'm sure Predator 2 doesn't. Yeah, no, nope, Predator 2. It must have come out at the same time as something that was... Predator 2 came out in fourth place from when I looked at that. Whoa. Yes. I, I don't remember what it was up against, but fourth place. And uh, actually, it was Alien Resurrection uh, lost... It was in second place, and it was 1997, so I'm like, oh, maybe I can play the Titanic rule. No, it was Flubber that beat it. <laughs> so, oh. so we can do Flubber, but we can't do Alien Resurrection. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, what do I? What's, what's another horror movie that I really, really like? And I figured out one, and it met our criteria. We've actually talked about it on the show before, that it met our criteria. And, uh, and then I picked it, and then I realized... It is also a remake of a Vincent Price horror movie. I picked David Cronenberg's The Fly. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. down for that. After, especially everything you've listed leading up to it, I've been like, oh, God. Oh, no. I thought you liked Alien Resurrection. I liked Alien Resurrection, but like, I feel like it doesn't qualify. And I was right. Yeah, it didn't qualify. And I which, mean, I like the thing, but I know that doesn't qualify. Yeah. Sorry, I, I'm mostly thinking about Star Wars, to be honest. Uh, I see. <laughs> so, yes, Nat's uh, next week. Next week, we will be looking at 1986's The Fly remake. 
And I'm excited. I haven't watched it in a while, and I really like that movie. I like Jeff Goldblum. I like Gina Davis. I like body horror. I'm okay. There you go. There you go. And then maybe after that, we get more- Right into into Christmas. Right into Christmas. Home Alone. More horror movies. (laughs) Ooh, Black Christmas. Does that meet the criteria? Probably not. Probably not. Well, I got something to look into. Something to look into. But like I said, that will do it for this week's episode. I have been Mike Laban. I am Laura Laban. And we'll talk to you guys again. Assume.